Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central, and Pat. Hey, man, after coming off the Bulls win, still an exciting time right now. The Bulls tonight will face off against, uh, who do we face tonight? The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks, yeah. Big, big, important game tonight for the play-in seeding. And with that being said, the Bulls' magic number for making and securing that that play-in spot sits right now at one, meaning all the Bulls have to do is win one more game out of these last four games to secure that play-in spot. How are you feeling about the Bulls' chances, Pat? Uh, I think they'll secure it. We've talked about for a little while that the Bulls will probably end up making the play-in tournament. Um, I think that they've got they've got a couple of tough games in there still, right? Like you got a back-to-back uh, right after the Atlanta game tonight. You got to go to Milwaukee, I believe. We're going to yep, Milwaukee. going to Milwaukee. Um, and then, you know, like you finish out Dallas. I, who knows what that is, right? I, I, like, Which, it, it, I don't know if you saw mind, it. Tough game, but not really, like. I don't know if you saw it. Shams just j- literally just yeah. reported that uh, they may be shutting down Kyrie and Luca for the rest of the season. Yeah, so. I, th- I think they feel like their chances of making the play in are pretty much done, which is wild to say for a team that made the they, uh, Western Conference Finals last year. And they have the they have the fourth easiest schedule remaining in the NBA, whereas the OKC Thunder that are above them have the 18th hardest schedule. So I'm surprised to hear that. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. They're a weird team. I don't know what I, I don't know how to explain Dallas. Uh, poorly coached. Uh, I'd rather be the Bulls. That's, that's there's, there's not many teams that I say that about, but I would rather be the Bulls in this situation. But uh, and then you finish off with the Pistons, which should be a win. The Bulls should be able to find one more win in there. Um, and and it, realistically, the Bulls should be able to find a couple of wins. Right. I, I think yeah. the biggest thing is. Uh, focus it on tonight. You get a win tonight, it makes you feel a lot better because uh, Bulls move would move then into ninth, I believe, or eighth, possibly. Yeah. Tonight's game would not only secure a playing spot, but it would also secure them. Right now, we technically have the tiebreaker, but we have one more game left to play. If they win over Atlanta and t- and the game overall tonight, we uh we get that playing spot for sure, and we uh leapfrog them in the standings and own the tiebreaker. It's an important night for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, very important. So you, you'd have an opportunity to move into eighth here, uh, which would mean you'd only have to win one game. Uh, and we we both have said that we feel pretty good about kind of where the Bulls are uh, standing-wise in the play-in, especially if they only got to go in and win one game. So I think that, listen, all the chips are here, man. You got you to get the job done. You got to make something happen. Tonight's the night where you need that one win. It's, it's the most important win you can get out of all of the one wins that you can get. Go out there and get it done tonight. For sure. Yeah, just get it done. Take care of business. Now, with that said, I, I, we've like you said, we've we've both been pretty confident the Bulls are going to lock in a playing spot. Um, but with that said, how realistic do you think the Bulls' chances are of getting to the eighth seed? I mean, I, I think that's tonight, right? Like, I think that's that's what tonight is. I, I think they have a good shot at beating the Atlanta Hawks. There's, there's a lot of things that the Hawks have done well, but the one thing that the Hawks have really been able to do that the Bulls uh, – uh, um, weren't able to take advantage of initially that I think they will be able to take advantage of now is Mm. the Hawks just bullied the Bulls, right? They were one of those teams that we talked about, the Hawks, the Pacers, teams that came out and you were like, you can beat this team. But then like all of a sudden, right, Adrian Griffin, Adrian, AJ, AJ Griffin? 
AJ Griffin. AJ, Griffin. AJ Griffin comes out. He's pushing around P. Will. I'm like, how do you even push around P. Will? Like, he's he's a tree in the ground. He's moving him out of the way, right? Like, they 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 just out physical you, bumping on Zach Levine. Pause. Jesus. Oh wow. Hey, uh, you've had a questionable couple of days hey, there, brother. A, the, well, last <laughs> last time wasn't a pause, though. You know, what I mean? it, was just a, it was a wild statement, but not a pause. Uh, we'll let you slide on that pause. <laughs> Shout out to Cam and Mates, uh, but but I just I just feel like um, this is a game now where this is a different Bulls team you're facing. It's not the same Bulls team that Atlanta faced the last time they came out. It's a Bulls team that is more willing to fight, is more willing to get down there and get dirty with you, right? Get on the ground, get after it, at least in the second half of games. Anyway, it seems like, you know what I mean? So yep. uh, I think coming off this Memphis game, the Bulls will have a uh, have a lot of momentum going their way. They'll have a lot of heart coming into this game, hopefully, right? I, everything I could say could go out the window if the first quarter we get our heads kicked in. But uh, I, think, I think this is your best shot at getting that eighth seed and if you get it right like then it's a matter of holding on to it how realistic is it that they hold on to it is probably the better that was more the question i was asking but you know i mean you said how realistic is they get it but i mean i i mean getting it don't matter if you don't finish the season with it but i understand what you said i understand how you took that (laughs) uh holding on to it i mean listen you the the one team that you fear the most is what milwaukee right yeah, I guess on the Bulls' remaining schedule, Milwaukee would be the team that, that you fear the most. Uh, we already talked about Dallas. We don't even know what that team's going to look like. And then Detroit to end the season. And while Detroit is a team that definitely can can make the game interesting against us, you would hope that with the b- momentum that the Bulls would be playing with at that point in time, that they go ahead and take care of business against Detroit. Um, so, I mean, realistically, if the Bulls can finish three, get three out of these last four games, we could be looking at a team at that point that is, at, that is the um, – the eight seed, which would be crazy, and and at that point too, that'll be a fifty uh a fifty percent season, bro, a five hundred season. Hey, I want I want all four of them. Give me all four of them. Let's finish above okay. five hundred here. Show me some pride. Show me some heart. Yeah, I mean, give me a little bit above five hundred. That's all I'm asking for. I tell you what, if the Bulls beat Atlanta and after that Memphis game, and then go on to beat Atlanta and Milwaukee on a back to back night, bro, I, like that that. It's going to be completely well, title number seven. Bulls fans are going to be talking about title number seven at that point in time. That's, that's the crazy part about it, right? We kind of talked about Bill Simmons talking about the Bulls being one of the top uh, playing teams that you actually fear. Yeah. Like the, the talent on this team shouldn't be a playing team level. The problem is that we are and that we're here. Um, but I, I, I really look at this, the end of this season as a, this is your opportunity to send a message. We want mm-hmm. y'all to sleep on us. We want y'all to not be 100% confident in us. Now, the biggest problem is, right, like like we said with L.A., with Philly, all of those, right, like can you win once and then win again? That's the one thing that the Bulls haven't seemed to be able to do. They haven't been able to just be like, no, we're a better team than you. We're going to come out and not only win in this game, we're going to win in the next game and really be able to put you away. And that was their problem in the playoffs last year. It's a fact. This is a fact. So, you know, we'll see. Hey, the Bulls right now, we're excited again. And as we know with the Bulls, it can all come crashing down or they can <laughs> excel and keep it pushing. Um, I just I really like the resolve of this team. And I and I keep going back to that game um and just how the Bulls play with that resolve. They play with that level of confidence. It's it's really once they get going and 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 get on runs and things like that, this is one of the most dangerous teams. Um in this playing area, maybe in the Eastern Conference overall, they just they just haven't done it consistently. So I really hope that the Bulls finish the season strong. They ride that momentum into the playing tournament, and then at that point we uh we can take a look at what we do. And I tell you what, there could be a lot 
worse uh, postseasons to have than talk about a team going through a playing tournament um, that then it could maybe make that out and then go into a first round playoff series and we'll see where the chips fall. I mean, listen, the one thing the playing tournament has done is it has made the back end of the season more exciting because think about it. If it wasn't for the playing tournament, we'd be talking about a Bulls team <laughs> that albeit isn't going to make the playoffs. Like, it's giving it. us something. I it's hate crazy. it. I hate it so much because it's just like we have hope for the 10th seed. But like literally three years ago, we'd be like, the season's over. Like it's done. Yeah. Let it's me done. let me ask you this before we go into the final topic or to, mm-hmm. to our next topic. Um, realistically, right? They make the play in. Say they win in the play in. Mm-hmm. They compete in the playoffs. How far off are the Chicago Bulls? Because when you look at the record based mm-hmm. on the teams that are above us and some of them that are below us, Right. Toronto, 39 and 39. Atlanta, 39 and 39. Miami, 41 and 37. Uh, you look at the Western Conference, it ain't that much different. The Clippers, 41 and 38. Golden mm-hmm. State, 41 and 38. Lakers, 40 and th- like the teams that we talk about is like, hey, these guys could be a threat in the playoffs. Are not that far ahead of you. What well, record wise, and that's why I think that this season being the, the season of parody, there are going to be a lot of teams that can that convince themselves that they are a lot closer than what they are just because of the record being close. Yeah, are the, we're we're technically not that far off as far as record, but if you look at talent, the the there there's a huge valley between us, the Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, and maybe even the Cleveland Cavaliers. So the Bulls still have tons of work they need to do in this offseason. For sure, tons of work, right? But that's to get to the top of the Eastern Conference. I'm talking about just getting, right, like even starting this season, I believe we both said this Bulls team finishes sixth or fifth, something like that, right? Like, And so how far off are they from the team that we thought we had? Like realistically, Mm -hmm. the Knicks aren't that much better than us. Oh, that's what you see. I didn't. You see, it stopped at at the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's the question, right? Like it's yeah. the the part where I know how people want things to go. Where we go from tenth to first place, it's not realistic. We have to go from tenth to maybe fifth again, right? Let's get back to fifth yeah. place and see where we go. How I mean, far are we the, from the that? Bo- a solid bench and maybe a progression of a young player away and a point having a point guard for a full season. That's a lot. <laughs> Hey, that's, so that's, so but, we're a long way away. That's what you We're a long way away. Uh, but all right, we're going to talk about the Bulls' realistic chances of making it out that playing tournament. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Game Time. Now, one of the best events that you guys can go to is any event in the United States, specifically a Chicago Bulls game, Thanks. which me and Pat were able to go to. It's amazing. And so what Game Time does, it makes buying tickets for your favorite event Less stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun that you'll have. Um, Flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Game time is the place for the last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
It didn't come in aggressive this time. Like, yeah, Came in you know, a little that, too light on that one. A little too light. Yeah, I know. Like, the intro music really do its own thing. Bro. I, like, people would think that I have some level of control over it, man. Listen, I just push buttons, bro. That's all I uh, <laughs> But next up, so we talked about the Bulls' chances of getting to the eight seed. We even talked a little bit about what them being higher than that next season. But let's live in the moment of this season let's for a it. second. You're looking in that playing area, uh, which has the Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls. All but surely, that's going to be the teams that are in the playing tournament. Maybe Boston falls down there, but they are on a three-game winning streak, so I don't know about that. But what do you think the Bulls' realistic chances are of making it out that playing tournament? Did you say maybe Boston falls down there? Did I say Boston? I meant Brooklyn. Wrong B definitely was like, whoa. Brooklyn, hey, sorry. Hey, I was trying to figure out what math that was. I was like, with three games left, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two to eight. Let's go. Hey, you should have just been like, hey, I don't know if you're math. Math ain't quite right on that one, brother. Uh, Brooklyn, I'm sorry. Brooklyn, not Boston. Um, I mean, realistically, the Bulls should be the best team in that tournament. They, you got they, the Bulls being the best team in the playing tournament. They should be right now. I mean, okay. like to, to me, Toronto, here's the thing. Best team versus teams that can play you really tough. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the Bulls, to me, are the best, come in with the best talent out of most of those. That don't mean you got the best coach, right? Like okay. I, I think we'd give oh. that to Spo. We'd probably give that to, uh, I give that to Nick Nurse over, over Billy Donovan. You're giving Nick Nurse over BD? I give, okay. give Nick Nurse over Billy Donovan. Um, but I think the Bulls come in with the best talent out of any of the teams in there. Now, the problem is one of those teams plays you ridiculously tough. If you got to go up against the Toronto Raptors, that's a lot of length on that team. Billy Donovan likes to start shooting guards at power forward. Yeah, and the Toronto Raptors are best when they're playing teams that operate primarily inside the three-point arc, which the Bulls are. So, yeah, that definitely could cause a problem for the Bulls there. Yeah, for sure. And it, But I, I look at the Atlanta Hawks, I look at the Miami Heat, and I just feel like, right, like if the Bulls can play defense at the level that they have been playing at, um, at least in second halves, <laughs> then I think that they can outscore a lot of these teams by turning their defense into offense. You got to do that on a consistent basis. You have to do that in that specific game. But if I'm sitting there one one team, one player, whatever it is, and I'm looking at Toronto, Atlanta, Miami, outside of maybe Jimmy Butler, I would take the Bulls roster going up against any of those teams and feel pretty good about it. I mean, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, it just hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. They, they, Trey scores a lot. That they're, they're they're incredibly tiny in the backcourt out here, Dirk. Like it just it just hasn't worked. I think the Bulls could take advantage of that. Um, Miami just has no answers without. And, and is Jimmy back healthy yet? Uh, I think Jimmy is back healthy, but I mean, like yep. Miami yep. just they they just have he is back. I hate that picture. He is like Miami <laughs> just has no answers offensively. It seems like at times outside of Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy's going to have to do his best to slow down either Demar Derozan or Zach Levine, which means he's going to be more focused on the defense, which is advantage Bulls. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and I, I specifically look at the game that we saw against Miami and. That's a game where when the Bulls are rocking and rolling, I, I I feel confident about how we match up against Miami. I feel confident how we match up against the Hawks. Now the Hawks is going to be would be a fun one one playoff game play in game. That's going to be a fun We're game. Closer to the Hawks than anybody. Else. Yeah, the the Raptors are probably the team that scare me the most. Um, I've thought for a while they're the Miami Heat, but then I had to think back to like how they've been playing the season, the way that they play. 
how how it's really Jimmy and Bam. Yeah. It, it really just boils down to Jimmy and Bam. And of course, you know, their shooters, Struess or uh, Hero getting hot. But other than that, it really comes down to those two players. So um, I feel pretty confident. I, 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 and it's weird because just just three weeks ago, I wasn't even confident of the Bulls' chances to make the playing tournament. And now yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what? I feel, I, I mean, I'm still, I would probably put it at probably a, a 45, 55% split. Is where I will put it at right now. I'm I'm not mad at that. And I, yeah, I think the hard part is right. Like even with the Toronto team, you're trying to like, you're trying to mentally tell yourself Billy Donovan's not going to play a small forward or a shooting guard at, at the center position, um, and you're also trying to tell yourself that you're going to allow. Like the hard part is right in that situation, you basically have to allow Fred Van Vliet to be the leading scorer mm-hmm. because if you allow him to facilitate, he's going to pick you apart. Yeah, I think am I not? Didn't he just break the Raptors uh, assist single game assist record? I don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention to the Drake I, 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 I uh, don't records. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I'm pretty. That was a pretty big record, dog. I'm not gonna lie. To you. I mean, lie. Hey, yeah, he did. He just broke twenty points, twenty assists, franchise high, career high for a single game. That's crazy. Shout out! Shout out to Fred Van. Vliet a twenty twenty game with assists. So I think hometown kid. So we gotta show him some. I, I think that I think that that's the only thing that scares me. Right? Like, how do the Bulls attack the Raptors? But I've watched the Bulls beat the Raptors more times than not when the Bulls were a bad team and even the Raptors were good. Like, the Bulls being bad beat, like, the DeMar DeRozan Raptors. Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> when you look at even when you look at our first game against the Raptors this season, right, Billy Donovan came out with a game plan that was let's attack their length. Uh, early. it was the second game against the Raptors. I'm sorry. Second game. Let's attack their, attack their length uh, early. Let's not allow them to set up because once they set into that defense, it, it's hard for us to move around. So it's really going to come down to – I do think the Jacopoto of it all makes it a little bit more difficult for the Bulls because he just – Jacopoto in eight games against the Bulls is averaging like 18 points per game, 11 rebounds on like 80% shooting, which yeah. is ridiculous. Um, but if the Bulls can rebound, if they can force turnovers and get out in transition before the Raptors can set up, we can punch with them too. It's just – that that's, it sounds easier than what it is against a team with that type of link. I think what also makes it hard is uh, where is it at? Mm. Playing in Toronto – is a yeah. big difference than playing in Chicago. That's a great so point. You, and and we don't have the advantage on the tiebreaker there. And I don't believe there's any way that we could get it. So with us nope. still sitting a game behind, right? Like you're hoping for the Hawks basically to fall into that spot because if you're playing in Toronto right now, the Bulls are sitting at the at the tenth seed. They're playing away in whatever game they're playing. Uh, if you're playing in Toronto, you're playing in Atlanta, you're playing in Miami. It makes a big difference. You're trying to hope to get at least up to nine so that you get one home game. There you go. Hey, that's a great point there. I hadn't thought about that. Um, We'll see what the Bulls can do, man. I think we're both pretty favorable on their chances. It just comes down to them executing and doing it, man. Watch us get clapped by 50. In the first playing game, bro. In the first playing game, just get clapped. Just straight up. And I'm literally just going to send you a text. Well, it was a good season. I have a response. It wasn't. (laughs) No, it wasn't. I don't know. Why why do you think it was a good season? It wasn't. Fair enough. Oh, man. We're going to need some help after this, man. Uh, Which is a good thing that uh, we got got BetterHelp as a sponsor on this one. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, Listen. If you're somebody who who needs help, uh, just wants to talk with somebody, right, has something going on in their life that they need to get off their chest, that's where BetterHelp 
absolutely comes in. I'm going to be honest with you. If you uh, if you're somebody who's benefited from therapy, then you know the effects that it can have. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe try talking to somebody about it, man. And I'm telling you right now here on this show, uh, give BetterHelp a try. It's it's uh, entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, which was perfect for me, man, when, when I signed up for it. Uh, you fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with licensed therapists, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That was the thing, right? Got my first therapist, thought it was cool, you know, do, do a little, you know, one-on-one. Just wasn't vibing, though. Just wasn't vibing, though. And then... uh. At the at the end of it all, I, I wanted to switch, and you 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 want to not be that guy that's like, uh, ah, all right, I'm gonna just get up out of here, right? But it is a no <laughs> hard feelings type of thing, right? I mean, it really is with no additional charge. You can find somebody that does fit with you, does fit your personality a little bit better. You can discover uh, your potential with better help. All you have to do is visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. All right. So one of the biggest question marks coming in, because I do think it's going to change a lot of how the Bulls attack the free agency period or, you know, whatever they do. It's Nikola Vucevic. And me and you kind of had this conversation at the start of the season. I feel like it's a good time to have it now uh, towards the end of the season. We'll probably have it again once free agency does open up, depending on how he finishes the season. But how much do you think it's going to cost to retain Nikola Vucevic? I, I think that it's probably around what we said, where Vooch kind of wants the same money that he's getting, maybe a little bit more, because he's not signed yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if they were coming, if the Bulls were coming in at a much lower number and Vooch was like, yeah, I'm aging, I'm I'm not doing it. Right? Like, he, we, he'd have been signed already. But I think you're probably still going to be around 18 to 20 million to get Vooch re-signed in this mug uh, because Vooch knows his value. I'll say this. We all know this. Everybody in this, in this live has seen this. We just don't use him sometimes. He's still, what is it? What is Vooch right now? 18 and 11? Something like that. He's still an 18 and 11 player. And literally some games, we just don't use him. And the games and whole that we, halves, <laughs> like, the, I mean, like to the point where he does not get touches. That's, it's not like we're just, he's just missing shots. He will not get offensive touches in whole halves of games. I'm sorry. I stepped on your point. Go no, hundred percent. But he's right now he's 17 and 11. He's the third scorer on your team. He's still getting you to rebounds that you want to see out of Nikola Vucevic, right? He's playing well. Um, and he's going to probably be able to get 18 to 20 million from another team if he goes to them, especially if it's a team that is a younger team that maybe is on the come up. Uh, maybe, maybe it's a, you know, going to be a vet down in OKC or something like that. I mean, the Knicks are always looking to pay big guys, uh, just an absorbent amount of money just to have 18 <laughs> of them on the team. Um, but but one of those teams in there, right? Maybe, maybe it's Toronto. Maybe they can't keep Jacopoto and he goes up to t- Toronto. Uh, I guarantee you he'll be able to get that level of money because I think everyone can see that as the third best scorer on the team, he's still basically a 20 and 10 player. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, the thing that I worry about, and let me know how you feel about this, is that a team like, let's, let's we just talked about Dallas. I'm just going to throw Dallas out there. They're going to lose Kyrie. Highly doubt Kyrie comes back there. They have some money now because Kyrie left. They they traded away a lot of the young talent. Who's to say that just to, so they can ha- put something on the floor, they don't say, hey, we're going to go ahead and throw $19 million at, at Nikola Vucevic? 
Are you in a position where you can't match? That's that's the question that I'll ask. Are you in a position right now, especially with the CBA changing a little bit, allowing you to be able to pay uh, your veterans a, a little bit more money? Um, mm-hmm. Are you in a position now where you can't match something like that? where you're going to make this drastic change. I think it also comes down to what they do with Lonzo's contract. Yeah. Right. If you get that, if you get that money back, you feel a little bit better about signing Vooch for the 19. Yeah. I'm, and and the thing that I've said before, you know, I always try to be realistic in, 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 in how I look at the, the salary cap situation. We know they're not going to spend into the luxury tax. And because the Bulls have to add some size, hopefully add some shooting to this roster, and we're right now expected to be over the luxury tax, I mean, over the salary cap, not but below the luxury tax, yeah. it, it, the, the, the prospect of spending basically all that you're spending power on just bringing back Vooch and maybe at that point Kobe White or something like that, like it just makes it less and less likely, uh, unless, like you said, you do the career-ending injury exception for Lonzo, you trade a DeMar away, you trade a Alice Caruso away, something like that. Um, but I think, to me, and this, I know there are going to be people who fight and argue with me on this one. I think that at this point in time, where the Bulls are right now, that it would hurt the team worse to lose Nikola Vucevic than to lose than to have to trade away Demar Derozan. I I don't disagree with you for one reason mostly. Um, he's the only player that you look at and you say, "I know Vuce is going to be there." Yeah. Vooch has been extremely healthy over his career. Very rarely. I don't think Vooch has missed any time with the Chicago Bulls. If I'm not, maybe a couple of games here and there, but it hasn't been anything. He's missed no games this season. He's missed no games this season. He missed nine games last season. I don't even remember that. Did we sit him? I I, I remember he did miss. Remember he was the first one to have COVID. He had COVID. He did did have COVID, yes. And so I don't think all of those nines. I think he did have like a. He had something going on at one point, but yeah, I mean, basically he missed games because of COVID and none this season. That's here's, here's what I'll say. Do you feel like you're taking a step back in the offseason if you don't re-sign him? If you do, you have to keep him. The, the, the whole goal in this situation is to not mm-hmm. step backwards to me. Like right. you, you're, you're, right. you have a team right now where like, I think you have some pieces that you can say you can move forward with, but like mm-hmm. what you're looking at in the center market right now, I mean, Christian Wood, that's backwards. Uh, Brooke Lopez is going to get re-signed. Dwight Powell backwards. Jacopoto might be even, might be an even step. I would love a Jacopoto. Yeah, that might be a step forward Not as forward good offensively, even. but better defensively. That might be a step forward even because 27, yeah. you know, if you can oh, get That's him. true as well. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Hayes is a restricted free agent. I don't know if the Pelicans are going to match for him, but I also think that's a step backwards. Alex Len? That's definitely a step backwards. Backwards. Um... I mean that now you're getting to our guys, right? We got Andre Drummond on the list. I, I'd like, I hope to keep him. I mean, you're li- literally looking at like Bismack Biombo. That's that's you. You inhale. You went to him. <laughs> you went to him. Like, We've been not, saying God ain't listening. He definitely ain't listening. <laughs> if that was the case. Like, like, you know. So I, I mean, if we're being 100 percent honest, right? Like, there's not a lot of names out there that I look at and I love off of the top. Of, there are bodies out there, right? Like, I think Thomas Bryan is a player that could be a good body, right, on a team. You get mm-hmm. him for a lower discounted price. But Or Nas Reed, right? He could be a good body out there. Maybe he's somebody you go get. He's 23. But I don't look at any of these guys and be like, yeah, that's a perfect replacement for what you're trying to do right now offensively. At yeah, least I mean, on really? the offensive side. I mean, yeah, the only the only player out of what you listed I look at as being a, a potential upgrade over Vooch is Jacopoto, just because of the age, better defensively, isn't going to be a stretch to th- to a, a, a threat to stretch the floor nearly as much. But um, but that's really it, bro. Like if it if it's not Vooch, it's going unless you're trading for somebody. 
it's going to be tough. Yeah. I I don't I mean like unless you unless you take a long shot and even that's really like a question mark right like yeah what if that's the master plan all all along going, Marco Simonovich is our starting center opening day next. ew <laughs> Billy would Billy would absolutely start Javante. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Billy would absolutely he'd be like, "That's all I got left." Javante Green. Uh, oh no, um, Derrick Jones Jr. would be the starting. Do you? Do you? Nah, DJJ only comes in in second halves. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you take a Do you take a flyer on maybe somebody that you think you've seen more from that that isn't that right? Like uh, Yurtsevin's restricted, Luke Garz is restricted, right? Throw some money there. What? I I don't know. Here's I the think, thing. I think I if anybody, think, it's Jackson Hayes. You mentioned it. Yeah. I think if you're taking a flyer. Any restricted free agent is going to be Jackson Hayes at that point. And I just I don't feel good about any of them. Yeah, it's not it's not that they're bad. I don't feel bad about them either, but it doesn't feel like you're you're at least keeping things where they are. It feels like you're taking a step back. And you're just saying we're going to pay you a little bit more because you're younger. That's not yeah. always the I best mean, answer. But if any season is going to be the season for the Bulls to take a step back, would it be next season because they own their own draft pick in 2024. If there's any season that they'll be willing to take a step back and take a flyer on some younger guys. Next season may be it. I mean, it sounds great, but we can't even get our own draft picks that we have right now to play on the floor consistently. This is very true. Kobe White, who was already drafted before Billy and AK got here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Patrick Williams is off the bench. Dalen Terry basically doesn't exist. Marco Simonovich is uh, Claude Rains. That's the invisible man. Uh, or the shadow, I guess that would be. I don't know. Is that, that's an old reference. Don't worry about that. That was, a, that was really old. Don't worry about that one right there, man. Claude Rains, do some Googles on that. Do some Googles. You know who, oh, I know Steve-o, Claude Rains is, Steve-o's, but that's a, that's Steve-o's a deep cut. mad confused. Oh, Steve-O right doesn't now. know who Claude Rains is at all. <laughs> Steve-O for the be in the comments. I know who Claude Rains is. No, you don't, yeah, Steve-O. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, man, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I really hope that we do retain Vooch, even if it's on like a two-year deal. I just hope we bring Vooch back. I, yeah, I, I'd say do a two-year deal and try, if you have to, front load it, right? Like Yeah. Front load it, make you make it so he's an easier trade asset the next season, and do what you got to do. And hopefully he doesn't have a, a season there he goes backwards. But I don't think you're gonna do much better. That's a Ryan Poles level move right there. Front loading the contract. Oh man, That's listen, I give you thirty million dollars this year. You are gonna make six <laughs> next. <laughs> you give you thirty five million right now. You will make forty thousand dollars next year. <laughs> Save up. Oh uh, man. Follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls, man. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you, as always, for making Locked on Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. All the latest analysis, game breakdowns, everything, uh, the way that only Locked on can can deliver it on Locked on NBA, Game to Game NBA. Make sure you guys check it out on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Bam, did you remember to press record?